0: Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy Thursday morning, March the 9th. And today we've got uh, a little NASCAR to go over. I've been up for uh, quite a while messing with a few things. Uh, Trying to make a couple of additions to the model. Um, I did not quite finish, but I got to do the pod. But I'll finish it today. That way it's ready to go for the race. And really the big things I wanted to include as I've gone through a couple of races and I'm looking at data throughout the weekend and a couple of people that I respect, I'm reading their thoughts that have been in NASCAR for a long time. And uh, one of the things that I'm realizing and looking at the data and kind of playing with it in Excel, I'm really realizing is that um, obviously the practice session is very important. Um, I knew that from just uh, that's obviously it's going to be important. Um, I've watched them all so far this year. And it's done pretty well as I think about, you know, when I'm watching the practice and I'm making a couple extra bets. When they're talking about this guy being fast, that guy being fast, the, the drivers are talking, they're doing interviews. So there's a lot you can take away from, From that, like last week, for example, um, at Las Vegas, Las Vegas, yes, up and down the pit lane, people were talking about how fast, um, how fast Bubba Wallace, excuse me, sorry, I couldn't think of his name, how fast Bubba Wallace was and how fast his, his car was, um, And so I looked at the data. I saw people saying that. I took a a bet on him to win. I took a bet on him top five. He finished fourth. I took him in uh, fantasy, in my one-and-done fantasy league. That worked out really well, I think. Um, But it's stuff like that. The practice is very telling. And the other thing I noticed about practice is, and this is why it's so much more important than qualifying. Like, if I could, like, We think back to like talking about F one at the beginning of when we brought up F one for the very first time. You would think that in in F one, qualifying is everything. Most of the time. Some tracks, some courses, not really. But most of the time qualifying means everything. You think of a place like Monaco where they you know, even in the in the Netflix show they talk about how insanely difficult it is to get past anybody at Monaco. NASCAR is not really like that. The key is not qualifying. The key is practice. And the key in practice is to find out how did they run over a 5 to 10 lap average is really the stat you want to plug in. On a shorter track, you want the ten lap. Maybe a longer track, you might want the five lap. Up to your discretion. You'll just be able to see what people are running the most of. Like, you know, last week at Las Vegas, not a lot of teams ran a fifteen lap practice session because there, there's just no need to run fifteen laps. The track was a mile and a half. That's a lot of miles. Whereas somewhere like Martinsville, that's whatever that is. A, half a mile, you know, they might run 15 laps, no problem. So that'll change with the track. But really what you want is how's their speed over the course of an actual run of a 10-lap average, a five-lap average. Because remember, it's not about the qualifying. It's not about how fast, and this is where it's a little bit different than Formula One, but not entirely. Is that when they go to qualifying. They set the cars up to be just. As fast as possible. As low as possible. Can hardly turn the cars. Doesn't matter. I just need it to go as fast as possible. And make a good qualifying time. But they back that off in the race. Because they actually need to be able to maneuver around the track. You can't just only worry about yourself and race. Right. You got to be able to turn. So I always have said. And think that the practice is a better representation of how the race might go than qualifying. So what I've been trying to add to the model today is plugging in an actual, working on some values for practice that makes sense to me and kind of messing around with that, looking at historical data, say what's the best, which tracks have the best practice indicator? That's, that's the key I'm looking for. Which tracks historically have the best indicator that practice will help the drivers in the race. Now, when I say historically, this changes all NASCAR changes all the time. the rules are different. This week they're racing a different arrow package that people have been talking about. That's gonna shake up everything. Um, we'll see. A couple of years back is plenty of data, especially now. So you don't really have to get like into the 10, 15, 20 years worth of data because stuff changes so fast and rapidly. I don't think it's worth anything. What's a car from the the early 90s going to tell you now? The sport is so different. Uh, Before we keep going though, um, two things. The golf model and the write-ups and the picks are all posted in an article that I tweeted out. Um, I really like the format of that article that, that our team put together. Really, really nice. Because at the top, it's got the podcast. You know, it's got the picks. It's got everything that you need. The screenshot of the model that we talk about, you can pull it up on your computer. Um, I just feel like it has everything that we talk about and we want people to to see. Like, if you're looking for my golf information... Like that's the place to go. And we're gonna do the same thing with NASCAR today. So that will be up probably by the time you hear this. It's gonna go up right away this morning. But it should be a nice place where you can, you know, click play because it'll have the, the, the podcast uh, symbol up there, right? So you can click play and you can sit back and you can look at the, the model, the screenshot that I that I prepare there. You can read some of the picks that I'm that I'm betting for practice and qualifying. I think it's like a nice. I don't know. Maybe it's me, but it makes me happy to think there's like a central hub. Uh, if there's one thing I hate just in in professional life, in betting life, in any life, anything that I do, I don't like things being disorganized and making it difficult to find. You know, oh, I got to go to Twitter for the screenshot. Then I got to sign in to Study Picks to view the picks. Then I got to go to Apple to listen to the podcast. Now it's all in one place. Uh so hope you like that. Let me know if if you find that helpful. But uh, that should be on Twitter. I tweeted that out for golf, and we'll get the the NASCAR one up today with uh, all the information. Same information. Um. Okay. Sorry to interrupt, but uh, I wanted to make sure i I said that piece before we get too far in. Um. So we're talking about practicing qualifying. That's really all I have to say about it. I think, as I said, practice, very, very important. Um, And so I had practice and qualifying in there, but not really the way I wanted it. Because when I intuitively, when I started putting this together, I said, well, you know, I want some advanced stats. That's great. But really, it's all about how you finish, right? And as I read and listen and watch more, you know, it's really not about how you finish. <clears throat> if you think about this last last weekend at uh, Las Vegas, just last weekend. Um, William Byron wins the race. We win that ticket. But there's a late caution with like three laps to go for uh, Ricky Stenhouse. I think he spun out or AJ Allmendinger. I don't know. One of the guy, one of them spun out. And. Brought out a caution for the NASCAR overtime rules. I think it was Eric Almirola, actually. Uh, But they bring out the overtime rules. At that time, I mean, William Byron had led a lot of laps, but he was not in first place. It was Kyle Larson was, was going to win the race, no doubt, if that caution doesn't come out. Caution comes out, they do the restart. William Byron makes the pass. rest is history. But it just goes to show you, like, and and Kyle Larson finishes fourth and barely led any laps. So you look at it, and you're like, hmm, he he wasn't that good. And you don't think about and consider the fact that, no, he probably should have won the race. Only even with 10 laps led and a pretty fast car and running in the top five all day, whatever. And you sit there and you think about it, you're like, hmm. Interesting. Um, one of the other stats I've kind of taken a, a liking to is one that talks about, uh, let's see if we can find it here. Um, it looks at percent top 15. So, how often were you in the top 15? How many, what percent of the laps were you in the top 15? And um, I like that because, kind of, along the lines of what I was saying, helps kind of show that you were not a late. You didn't come into the party real late. Like I don't know, even Ty Dillon. I'm looking at last year's race at Phoenix. At some of the numbers for percent top fifteen laps, like Ty Dillon led three or had three laps in the top fifteen. Justin Haley three laps in the top fifteen. Um, but somebody like, let's see here. Ah, here's a good one. This is a perfect example. Uh, I think Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon ran 98.4% of the laps in the top 15. Didn't lead any laps, but he was up there, right? had a really good race, started in thirteenth, finished twenty-first. High position was fifth. Average position was tenth. So he was in line for a nice top ten. Something obviously happened, blew an engine. I don't know. Well, wouldn't have blown an engine. He, I think he finished the race, but something happened that took him out of that position. So you think about, oh, he, you know, you look at the results. Austin Dillon got twenty-first. That stinks. When you start to dive in, it tells a different picture. Entirely. Entirely different picture. So um, anyway, that's a little lesson in this stuff. A little lesson we got for today. To the model, though, um, really simple. What my strategy is this week. Um, Make a couple of bets, which I've made. Wait until practice. Wait until qualifying. See what that looks like. Maybe make a few more. Enjoy the race. Phoenix is a very interesting track. Uh, Flat, small. Apparently, the like I mentioned earlier, the aero package is much different than they've ever ran before, which doesn't mean a lot to me other than I know that that's it's substantial, but otherwise it doesn't mean a ton to me. Um, really what we're going with here, Kevin Harvick is so good on this track. Bet Kevin Harvick pretty much every which way. Just absolutely fantastic. Kevin Harvick is. Um, other guys I'm looking at. Tyler Reddick. I've got highlighted Chase Briscoe, Briscoe. I've got highlighted. Those are the really the three guys I think that I'm I'm really targeting. So Kevin Harvick on an outright twelve to one uh, at DraftKings. That's the best number in market. There's a lot of tens. There's a couple of elevens, but twelve is the best by far. Um, Chase Briscoe. Well, let me just stick with so Kevin Harvick outright twelve to one. Kevin Harvick top five on Barstool plus one seventy. That seemed to be consensus ish around. Chase Brisgoe twenty to one on the outright. That number came down quite a bit, and uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But Chase Brisgoe outright twenty to one for half a unit. Chase, that's on FanDuel. Chase Brisgo top 10 on Barstool. That's plus 115. Feels a little, I don't know if I love that price. By, It's about where I would play this. Tyler Reddick, outright 20 to 1 for a half a unit on FanDuel. And then over on Barstool, Tyler Reddick, top 10, plus plus. 135, which feels like where the number should be for Chase Briscoe a little bit, but Tyler Reddick's had the reliability issue, so I I guess that makes sense if you're gonna call it 20 cents worth of reliability issues for Tyler Reddick. Uh might be a stretch, but um I really like the Tyler Reddick top ten. His stats are quite quite good here. Uh we'll flip back to that. Let's see, do do so nine top twenties, three top tens in the last three years at this track type. But of course he hasn't had a whole lot of attempts at that. Um one top ten in the last three years here, three top twenties. He's led a few laps. His rating is generally pretty good. Um but I think he's just a different driver, different different this year i think he's different you look at his like green flag speeds the advanced stats from last year and dude was fast so this is a good number for him as long as he can stay out of trouble um what was i going to mention i knew i was gonna forget oh i can't remember Let's talk about Chase Briscoe in the outright market 20 to 1. Ah, that's terrible. I don't remember what I was where my thought train of thought was going. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's that's NASCAR this week. It's good stuff. Um I hope you enjoy this just in general over on Twitter at SteadyPicks underscore Tom. I'm happy to help with whatever other sport you maybe are interested in uh, betting or modeling or putting numbers together for. I'm happy to help. Uh, always, 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 because I appreciate support I've been given. I'll always give that back for sure. Um, Man, that's going to bug me all day if I can't remember what I was going to say. Isn't that the worst? You know, for a while I was, I had a, a pen and paper in front of me when I would do the show because that would happen a lot and I kept saving myself and uh, I think I got cocky thinking, oh yeah, I can I can do it now. I don't need that. I definitely, definitely, definitely need that. But SteadyPicks.com completely free to sign up as always and uh, appreciate the support again. Enjoy your day. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Oh, that's fantastic. What I was going to talk about was potentially moving our schedule up a little bit um, because I feel like we're missing good numbers on golfers and drivers at this point. Like... Tyler Reddick and Chase Briscoe. They were significantly higher when that opened. Um, I think Reddick, you could have got close to 30 to one, 28 to one, something like that. Briscoe, 25 to one, maybe they got bet down. So this is happening in golf too. So I'm thinking about sliding the schedule up to Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, golf, Wednesday, NASCAR. Cause I'm thinking it might just buy us that extra day to get this stuff. Well, and then I got to get this stuff together quick, which is okay. But will it make a difference in the numbers we get? I think so, because it seems like for NASCAR, like Wednesday is roughly when they come out anyway. Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday, when the lines come out anyway. We'll have a think about it. But that's that was my thought on Briscoe and, and Radic. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you so much again. Enjoy your day and uh let's bet some races. What do you say?